Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. The early trade for tyre power. Family safety is never up for trade. Welcome to the early trade for tyre power. Family safety is never up for trade. We'd love to get you involved in the show as we get nearer to the completion of week one of the AFL trade period. Our number, you know it, it's one 48 If you'd like to send us a text, and already those are coming through, 0419187323 had a lot of action yesterday, which we'll work our way through and get you involved in. Truth or Spin is back. There's a big list coming up. And as I said, your calls right throughout the next couple of hours. The five-time All-Australian is alongside of me as always. Matthew Lloyd's his name. Lordo, good morning. Good morning to you, Kane. And you've been putting me under the pump all week. <laughs> Or for the last probably seven or eight days. So I'm yes. going to put you under the pump with a game today as well. And I'm going to put Ooh. to you every player that's changed clubs so far this trade period. And I'm going to put, uh, say the name, and you've got to say whether they'd get a game in the best side. <laughs> okay. That's Geelong. So I want to ask oh. you of each player, would they get a game in the best 22? Because often we get excited as clubs. But I want to ask from you, would they get a game in the best 22? I look forward to that, and we'll get our audience involved as well. Because you do have a theory, Lordo, and you've, ha- you've held yeah. this theory for three or four years that – Players are traded for a reason. Exactly right, Kano. <laughs> they are traded for a reason. So, uh, yeah, and there's often yeah, hidden reasons. And uh, Bose, Bose is a different one. We'll see how good Jack Bose is at, at Geelong. But, uh, yeah, it, uh, yeah, Essendon, though, just on that, uh, they were bitterly disappointed. They thought they were half a chance. And then mm. that news with Andrew Thorburn certainly wouldn't have helped the situation where you jack bows and you're considering he may well have always going to be going to Geelong, but any chance they had, they thought uh, may have been lost with, you know, all the drama surrounding uh, what looks like, uh, I won't say, I was about to say rabble, but uh, the issues going on at the club at the moment. I think you could probably safe mm. to say rabble. I yeah. think you'd get away with that this morning. I think Hawthorne as well. At, at one point, the reports were that uh, yeah. Hawthorne was leading the race for Jack Bowes as well. So there's, there's a couple of, Clubs sort of left with their tail between their legs already this trade period. Hawthorne is, is certainly one of those. Hawthorne, you're wondering, well, what are they going to do? Is it just all about getting the youngsters through the door after Carl Amon? St. Kilda's another one for me who you know, haven't achieved anything really. Um, you know, Zane Cordy comes in, but nothing too much to get excited about at the Saints. So we'd love, I'd love the thoughts of those supporters of clubs that haven't done a whole lot 
so far this trade period or haven't even been speculated about doing much and are you frustrated with your club thinking, you know, Geelong get better, mm. certainly Richmond get better, Port Adelaide are trying to get better yeah. and make some significant moves and there's some other clubs that uh, haven't done a whole lot. So what was your instant reaction to the to the Jack Bowes news going to Geelong? And it has been strong. A lot, a lot of people, and we sort of touched on this yesterday, saying, well, how's this fair? Geelong are going to get their best draft pick since Joel Selwood plus a player and they've just won the flag, but just goes to show what a what a well-run organisation they are. Yeah, I'm more down that track, Kane, about uh, well done to Geelong. They're, they're just always, you know, they're very good around this period. Stephen Wells, uh, now Andrew Mackey, they don't mess around. They know what they want, and they always get there. And some even say Stephen Wells, with the three draft picks for Jeremy Cameron, he just did it. He wanted his player. He doesn't mess around, often gets deals done very, very early. Uh, in the piece. But what I liked about it is they get Jack Bowes, who was a pick 10, uh, highly regarded player. With that pick seven, they've got their eyes, you know, a lot of us will say, on a guy from Geelong. So his name's Jai Clark. I looked at Cal Toomey's ratings. Uh, he's mm. got him at pick six, but Geelong have pick seven. So, you know, if they can get Jack Bowes plus uh, Geelong product from Queenscliff down that way in Geelong, a tough inside midfielder, uh, and you can spread the 1.6 million over a four or five year period. That's what, that's where I'm interested in your thoughts, Kane. Mm. Should they have to take the money uh, in the first two years? Should that be part of a, a deal like this in the future? Yeah. Now that, I, I think that's a reasonable question. So the same would apply to, to any of those, mm. like even Melbourne with Brody Grundy, they, yeah. who knows where that lands, but they may be able to smooth his money over yeah. six years instead of the remaining five. Um, yeah. I haven't had a mm. thought about that, but you probably, you know, it's probably a reasonable case that you could make if you are prepared to do this and accept that salary situation. You've got to pay it up for the way that the contract w- was written up. Um, but I'm interested in your thoughts yeah. out there as well. Have you say one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight and the landscape of the trade period? Is it fair that Geelong, off the back of a premiership, get pick six, a great player, and continue to get better when the whole model of the AFL is around equalisation, or is it just tippy cap and say, look, this this club is just so well run? They're going to be really difficult to beat. That, that's the thing about this with Geelong. So I've sort of written them off for the last six or seven years oh. at the start of every year. You won't be doing it now because of their ability to, well, have the, have the runs on the board, but rejuvenate on the run. So I remember interviewing Stephen Wells about this time last year, and he said, look, there's going to be a point where we do fall off a cliff. And those that have been uh, criticising our list strategy will be proven right. But I'm not sure that's the case now. Mm. So Bose comes in at, 23, 24, whatever he is, you're going to get the youth with the draft pick, their best since Joel Selwood. Ollie Henry's a second-year player if they can pull that off, as is Tanner Bruin. So their ability to rejuvenate the list is what you would be really excited about at the Cats. Uh, Lordo, we love a big three-way trade, those big trades that don't often happen, but there's one that's been floated last night. So a three-way deal involving West Coast, has been floated to unlock the Port Adelaide deal for Jason Horn Francis. I'm reading this off the AFL website. Um, so AFL.com that he understands the three-way trade impossibly, uh, sorry, possibly involves the Eagles' number two pick, which would then be on traded to North Melbourne, and Horn Francis would be at Port Adelaide, and West Coast would receive Port's pick number eight and a future first-round pick. Seems fair to me, all in all, but... Um, West Coast seem to want a bit more, and North Melbourne probably want a bit more than pick two for Horn Francis yeah, as well. Yeah, not for mine, Kane. I know that uh, West Coast are uh, looking potentially at some Western Australian boys next year, so yep. that they would like to get in. So, 
But I'd love to hear from any West Coast supporters out there how you feel about giving up pick two, how you feel mm. about that, because uh, I wouldn't want to be sliding back from two to eight. Uh, pick two, uh, you know, you just know what you're getting. Pick eight, I know Joel Salwood and a few other players have gone around that selection, mm. but it'd want to be a pretty special deal to move from pick two to pick eight, in my opinion. So, uh, yes, it unlocks, does a lot of things for Port Adelaide uh, to be able to get Horn Francis with a straight pick two to North Melbourne, uh, nothing else. But if I'm West Coast, it'd want to be a special deal to go from pick two to pick eight. Yeah, so on the surface of it, when you look at the points value that's assigned to these draft picks, it, it seems pretty fair, but I mean, the points value is just a guide. So pick eight, Port Adelaide's pick this year, which would go to West Coast, is uh, 1,551. And then next year's first round is mm. you know speculative because you don't know where Port Adelaide are going to finish. But if they finish sixth, though... Uh, that would be pick 13, that's 1,212 points. So total is 2,763, which is more than the value of pick two by a couple of hundred points. But in the end, you're giving up a pretty special player with pick two. And and the name of that player, Lordo, that's going to go yeah, in around uh, George, that pick. George Wardlaw is yeah. regarded as sort of, uh, you know, Cal Toomey said he, he thinks he would have rivaled uh, Ashcroft for the first selection had he not hurt his hamstring a couple of times this year. So uh, there's also a, a guy by the name of Harry Sheasel who'll go maybe three or four, who's you know, a, an unbelievable forward, like a, yeah. like a half forward, goal kicker, uh, you know, takes marks, just a, just a, I don't know if he'll go into the midfield, but as good a pure sort of you know, strong bodied forward dynamic, like Petrarca style um, forward. So yep. that's what you're getting in the first three or four that won't be there at pick eight. So that's what West Coast have to think about, but also they're Victorian boys. So whether West Coast are setting themselves for West Australians. Uh, a lot of texts coming through this morning. Geelong are that good that Kane could have kicked a couple of snags in the forward line with Hawkins, Cameron, Stengel and Co. Will you back me in for a couple of goals in that Geelong forward line or not? Uh, oh, I don't know. Maybe a Joe the Goose Kano over the top. I still haven't forgotten what you did to me yesterday. So, <laughs> And you have a long memory. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, another text coming through after missing on Bowes. Word is Hawthorne has made contact with Whitfield's management. I want to grill you on this yeah. a little bit later on in our audience about Nick Haynes and Lockie Whitfield and also... The big one is Toby Green as well. Now, Toby Green's name has just started to be floated in a very roundabout way. We'll get to that news a little bit later on. But in the meantime, John's with us nice and early this morning. Jack Bowes is off to the Cats. John, what did you make of it? Yeah, in regards to the contract situation, uh, the reason Gold Coast were in this position in the first place is they kept moving his money down the track. So if it's okay for Gold Coast to shuffle the money around, mm. surely it's okay for Geelong to do it as well. Good point. But the the issue the other thing I wanted to bring up is you know I know this is trade radio we talk about draft picks and how special they are after Sal was retired at Geelong Geelong have only got one guy on the list that's a single digit draft pick in his draft year and that was Gary Rowan hmm. so we talk about the oh we can't let these special talents go pick two pick this pick that well Geelong have found other ways to do it. Now, good have. call, John. I know I know. I uh, did this on Footy Classified uh, about maybe, I don't know, four or five, six weeks ago around you know, people who want to whack Geelong uh, for what they do, but you look at it, the international rookies, and then you got uh, Category B with Max Holmes came from you know, an athletics background. Uh, mm. I know that uh, Mark Blixarves did. You know, you've got O'Connor, Tui, uh, you know, Brad Close, Grian Myers, all late down, down the order. Um, so, yeah, they've... 
they've done it really well. It just says a lot about their program and the way they do things. But they have obviously bought in Dangerfield, Jeremy Cameron, Cameron high-end yeah. talents as well. And then father-sons, how good have they been for them? Tommy, yep. Tommy Hawkins has uh, been phenomenal for, for the Cats. Good on you, Johnny. one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight is our number if you want to get involved as well. This is Continental Tires AFL Trade Radio. Continental Tires are engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. The other news yesterday is, you know, deals have been done perhaps a little bit earlier than what they have been in previous trade periods. But North Melbourne did receive Griffin Logue, Darcy Tucker, and a future third-round pick. Um, and there was a, a few swaps back with that. But Griffin Logue has accepted a, a deal of a lifetime uh, Lordo really with North Melbourne now it's going to be pretty painful for him playing there but a big deal for Griffin Logue are you are you comfortable with North in the situation that they're at paying big yeah, figures to a through the years yeah. and the, do you, we know the years and yeah the it's been it's it, we don't know exactly yeah. what it is but you know yeah. I have heard figures of 700,000 and, and that is that is dangerous yeah. when you're just going off reports because until those wages are public you won't know but in the end it's going to be a significant deal yeah. for him to move and considering he was left out of Fremantle's mm. side at stages this year and was thrown all over the place, it's a bit of a risky one for North yeah. Melbourne. We spoke about Taron Thomas and Jared Pollock of the past. Where, where it's a worry for North is uh, Aiden Core got a huge deal to go to North Melbourne, as did yeah. as will Griffin Logue. So you're going to have mm. two guys maybe around the $700,000 mark that, to me, aren't number one key defenders. They're, they're, I'd, I'd, Griffin Logue's got to compete harder. And mm. for longer, and yet he's going to come in uh, on a high-end deal. So um, you know, I don't view any of those two as a guy that go, okay, put him on Tom Hawkins, and yep. he'll do the job for us. Or put us, put him on Charlie Dixon, and he'll do the job for us. So you, but you're paying overs to get them to North Melbourne, which they sort of have to. And a lot of these clubs are getting themselves into trouble having to make those deals. Yeah, and he's he's more of a medium-sized yeah. defender, isn't he? I think that the best defenders in the way the game is going is those two hundred plus centimeter Darcy Moore, mm. uh, Sam DeConing type, sort of sort of taken the league by storm, and he's he's not going to be that. But North fans, it was a perhaps a little win on a time that has been quite depressing for the club. One three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. If you're going to have your say on that, Gold Coast have got Ben Long, Lauder on a future fourth round pick for pick thirty two. Um, from the Saints, and they were quite busy yesterday. They also got Tom Berry from from Brisbane for for not yeah. much, but Bose goes out. Ben Long and Tom Berry come back in. Not a whole lot to get excited about yeah. at Gold Coast. But what I, I've been intrigued by the whole Tom Berry and, and what Brisbane are doing is what they have to do. Like Brisbane have got that much to get done uh, in the next couple of weeks, so they've got Ashcroft and Jasper Fletcher, who are both. Mm. Yeah, Ashcroft is the best kid in the country. Fletcher's regarded as around you know fifteen to twenty. So they've got two fantastic players. So they're trying to bolster points to try and match the bids. So Brisbane now have, you know, they got rid of an early selection because they, they really need points. So they've got mm. now pick 19, pick 25, pick 34, pick 35, pick 36. So they're doing all that to, to yeah, uh, match the points. So they picked up 900 extra points to match those bids. But their yep. issue is how do they get Dunkley? into the club. How do they get Gunston? So Gunston will be a later selection. Mm. But at the moment, Kane, they've got pick 19 and 25. And the Doggies, they're going to they're gonna go hard here to try and get a trade. So uh, Brisbane have still got a fair bit of work to do here to get yeah. this Dunkley deal done. 100%. And once yeah. again, the, the, the value has been set by that Taranto deal, yeah. 12 and 19 to Richmond. They're about exactly the same value we would have thought, Josh Dunkley and Tim Taranto. And... Uh, later on today, uh, the Crows are expected to finalise the deal for Isaac Rankin. So he's on the verge of becoming a Crow. 
they've almost uh, done that as well. Of course, he was pick three in 2018. The Crows pick five will be involved. We'll just wait and see how much extra stuff is coming through with that one. Uh, this text coming through on the back of West Coast potentially giving up pick two. I'm okay with that, but not for pick eight and Port's future first. Realistically, you'd want two picks inside the top 12. Eagles will then have two top 12 picks and then pick 20 and 26. Back the recruiting staff and take advantage of the best draft hand they have had in a decade. Love your texts. Love your calls. We are up and running. It's the early trade for tyre power. Family safety is never up for trade. And Danny Daly is going to join us as well from the Brisbane Lions. Lord, oh, you just touched on them and how they get all this stuff done. So mm. thrilled to have him on the program. There's a lot of questions we'll put to him. Just key players in this trade period and their making their move to try and pull off everything that they need to improve their list. He will join us after 8.30. Your call's next. And the news of the day, one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. Back after this. You're listening to Continental Tyres AFL Trade Radio. Engineered in Germany. Proven in Australia. Search Continental Tyres today. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.